So where was God on Easter Saturday? There's no hint of a consoling or empowering presence of God in the gospel accounts of the death of Christ. If anything, those narratives of the crucifixion and burial of Christ are saturated with a sense of the absence of God. Even the dying Christ seems to share that same sense of abandonment. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So often, this is our experience along the road. We seem to be dealing with a hidden God, as Martin Luther spoke. We journey through a shadowy world in which God seems distant and remote. We are surrounded by pain, suffering, and apparent divine abandonment with no obvious sign of the presence of God. In this situation, we trust in God because of Jesus. His faith in God sustains ours. Because we see in Jesus a figure with whom we can identify, as well as one we feel compelled to follow. We step into his faith in God and try to make it our own while carrying our own cross. There are times for all of us who travel along the road when we find it difficult to accept that God is present and active in the world. Yet those same thoughts were present on the first Good Friday. Because God was not experienced as present, some might have concluded that God was not present. Yet the resurrection challenged those thoughts and fears exposing them as unreliable. Just as we now see Good Friday from the standpoint of Easter Day, so we must learn to see the same patterns of interpretation in present experience. What looks like a divine absence is better seen as a hidden divine presence. Those of us on the road thus look back to Good Friday and ahead to Easter Sunday. At the moment, we are in between, unable to achieve the clarity and assurance that comes with the resurrection and instead struggling with the ambiguity and uncertainty of the cross. We have to accommodate the intellectual and emotional tension between the world as it is and our vision of the world as it ought to be, as this, dis as this is disclosed in the New Jerusalem, when suffering and death will be things of the past. This tension mirrored in the theological landmarks of crucifixion and resurrection, can never be resolved under the limiting conditions of our journey. We can't clamber onto a balcony and see a God's eye view, nor can we relocate ourselves to our journey's end when we finally arrive at our destination and view our journey from this perspective. We're on a journey, walking by faith and not by sight, remembering and anticipating as we journey. We are right to be suspicious of easy answers to deep questions. As C.S. Lewis and so many others have pointed out, the Christian big picture does not bring everything into focus. There are parts of the landscape that are obscured by shadows and mists, obstinately refusing to come into sharp focus. Yet in this dark world, we perhaps ought to listen to the French religious writer Simone Vale, who compared her faith to a torch she used at night. Perhaps it was not bright enough to illuminate the whole landscape, 
yet it at least allowed her to find her way home. We dimly see something of an answer, even if its precise details eludes us. We can learn to live with these questions if we sense that there is an answer to be had. Christianity deploys a significantly different map of meaning to other faiths and other belief systems. A map which discloses Jesus as the one who allows us to inhabit suffering meaningfully. We know he has been there before us, allowing us to follow in his steps. This insight does not remove suffering, but then neither does any intellectual solution, including abandoning faith in God. Suffering is a human given, independent of our worldview. Yet our worldview determines what we make of it and how we cope with it. The wisdom of our superficial age is that suffering negates belief in God. A wiser judgment is that the mystery of suffering draws some to God, just as it leads some away from faith. Yet the wisest judgment of all, evident to the trained eye of faith, is that trusting God gives us the strength and insight we need if we are to confront and cope with suffering in our lives. We've supplied on the website a link to a very simple service for Easter Saturday evening. It gives us the chance to pause, to be quiet and to collect our thoughts and our prayers and our emotions before we dive into the celebration of Easter Sunday.